you know the spring comes out and the spring dew comes out and the spring dew is your cum because you're jacking off <laughs> way more than usual uh, you wake up and there's a little already on the tip <laughs> morning dew i call it <laughs> So this is Sarcasm Orgasm. Mm. My guest is uh, today is uh, a good buddy of mine from the, the city, uh, Mr. Usama Siddiqui, and also uh, a fellow <laughs> Texan as well. So Yeah, buddy. Uh, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah buddy. Brah. 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 That's the... Uh, Brah. We we were the legit donkey bros because every time we uh, greeted each other, it'd be like, Bruh. Oh my gosh. Sheep she no. goes for life, bro. <laughs> Shepherd us, bro. Shepherd us, bro. <laughs> Dude, we were, um, bro. Um, I, you were like my favorite, like just random guy whenever, you know, because you know New York, dude. Like, you know, I just run into people out on the, in the city somewhere. <laughs> right, right. Like, Bro! 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 We, start, we, start, we go full sheep. We start going, Bro! Uh, and start, we start grazing on grass. We, we uh, would always add an uh, extra thing, you know? Uh, so started, started with, Bro! Bro! Like, then I go and I, I shear him. I shear Cody. <laughs> I wear his Cody wool sweater. Uh, like, we went all the way. Into that, into that bit. Oh yeah, man! Was, That's uh, how we do it. It was, it was great. Go man. hard or go home. As they I say, say go, go hard then go home. That's okay. What I say. All right. You all know right. how I'll I allow live. It. I'll allow you know? it. I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll watch it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! Yeah, man. No. Um. So sarcasm. It's it's uh entertainment uh theme is the like what I go with. So like I usually have like okay. comics or musicians or performers of various ilks to talk about <laughs> i mean <laughs> all right i had a hooker okay don't yeah. judge me okay. <laughs> no, i love, I love I, that i, love I uh, but yeah man i mean i uh, yeah ilks no i i like to talk um i kind of like to let the conversation take an organic flow but like um you know just to kind of like start it out um sure, talk sure. about the guest of whoever it is and of course obviously man you're a comedian so um yeah man uh I, I've been wanting to have you on, bro, because um, of course. I, I've been seeing you do some really good shit and I've always respected you. And so for you, for everyone that's uh, listening, um, like I remember, dude. OK, so I don't know if I told you this or not, but I remember the first time I ever saw you. First of all, okay. yeah, tell me your story. I got a couple of Cody stories myself. So. OK. All right. Well, we'll, well I'm going to do mine and then you, you can, we can trade. But I remember. Yeah. So the first <laughs> time I remember ever. And this is what even this is when I saw you. I just heard you. Right. I remember I, it was like the very first time I think I went to New York Comedy Club, right? This was 2015. This was like five years ago. And I remember um, I walk into the open mic, right? And I don't know what the <laughs> fuck is what. But I like walk towards the back. And as I'm walking down that like that little platform that you walk down towards the back, I hear this fucking asshole on stage, right? And I'm like, immediately don't like him. Immediately. I was like, I and, but but I will I will give the caveat. Didn't like it because I knew you were good. That's what it was. It was like I knew you were fucking good, and I'm like this fucking asshole. You sounded like quintessential New York. 
<laughs> turns out you're from fucking Texas too. So I'm like, what the fuck? This motherfucker. He's just coming out. He's like, he's like a New Yorker, but he's fucking. Look, what the fuck are you doing over here? I'm fucking. Yeah, exactly. Immediately, I, I. But you know, it was like, it was a respect thing because I, I just right, knew right. I'm like, oh, this is what I'm gonna be contending with at fucking open mics now. Like, <laughs> I love this. Oh, uh, bro. It. But of course, it turns out you were the sweetest fucking guy yeah. and you've always been a sweet <laughs> yeah. guy. And, and I and I yeah. love you, man. And so I but yes, I the very first too, time <laughs> it was hatred. It was I, hatred I at how good you were. Well, I'm laughing because I didn't know <laughs> the story at all. Like, you you, you very much have. Um, <laughs> if, if, I'm sure there might be people that are listening to this that yeah. don't really know your comedy. Uh, but check out Osama Bin Laden is your handle, right? On pretty much all your social. Used to be the the, the man is, is trying to hold me down right now. What? So, no. Uh, NBC is has, was like, hey, if you could for just just these couple of months, so I have the handle, and uh, I it's Usama stands up right now. Don't look at me, uh, but uh, I know, I know, but I have the handle. I'm just gonna change it back when the when the show is done with. Which is like you still months. own the handle? Yeah, it's all good. Don't worry. Okay, okay. okay. I'll, I'll hold the handle. I'll bring it back. It's no, it's not even a thing. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to... Uh, so that uh, was from AGT? Yes, yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. You popped yeah. up in my in my YouTube feed. Uh, yeah. I saw your shit, and you're up to like 2.3 million views or something on that it's one? It's up here. It's up here, man. Uh, but Dude, before I jump into that, I, I want to first say a couple of Cody's, Cody's, Cody meeting stories. To it. All right, go for it. Oh, first of all, I, I, never knew, I never knew this was the story you saw me. I think our uh, my perception of our origin story was like, we met at the creek and it was love at first sight. And apparently <laughs> there's been this harboring <laughs> of intense deep no, hatred. I, it was, I'm telling you, man, it was respect. No, it was all respect, I know, I know, bro. It was all respect. All love, all love. All love. Uh, because you're always one of my favorite dudes to run into as well. Because there's people who are, because first of all, you're, you're, you're very openly an imperfect being. I always love those as human beings. Like, I don't know. Everyone tries to be... Um, the sterilized version of themselves, especially when they're in a group or hierarchical group. And uh, you were all this dude. First of all, you're Texas. If Texas, I just love you immediately. I just, Texans right. just have a vibe, you know? There's a in certain New York, vibe. we're like, like, like you, you, just, there's, you, you know what? No, no two Vermont people have been like, you're from Vermont? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Montana? No oh way. Oh my God. Dude. Like Rolling Hills, too? <laughs> dude, dude I, culture. I, yeah, yeah. The, people from Texas just love the shape of Texas yeah. alone. That's enough for like. Dude, we're all like, it's like it, it's got Texas, ass. I yeah. got a Texas tattoo. Hey, look at that. We both got <laughs> Texas tattoos. <laughs> it, it would seem like, from the wrong perspective, that Texas holds concentration camps for all Texans because we all have, we're all branded with the fucking yeah. Texan symbol. Yeah. So immediately Texans have like a love for each other. You can like meet someone from fucking Abilene. You're like, you from fucking Texas? Well, motherfucking <laughs> fuck yeah, fuck, fuck. It just yeah, so I'm happened sure. too. That's funny that, yeah. yeah. I've never I, seen two people like, oh my God, you're from Cheyenne, Wyoming? What <laughs> the fuck? Nobody cares. Uh, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. immediately I love you from that. And also you're a dude who, again, wears it on sleeve, man. You know, like if you're going through a problem, you're kind of going to show that problem in, in the interaction and talk oh. about it organic bro it's fucking organic yeah. human being dude and uh i always have a love for the people who are damaged like your boy like your like yours truly who sure. go who work through who fighters who work through who who every day is is, is tough and we fucking yeah 
we feel it. We, we, we carry it in our lives. You, you, you know and, me, man. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I've always, Still. always, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I am, uh, I always loved that cause I, I relate to it and that always, uh, brings me to a place of like, okay, we can connect, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, you know, white dude with problems and that's what I need in a white dude. To be his friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, to truly like, be his friend. I'm glad you're struggling, you white piece of shit. <laughs> okay. There it is. See, it's coming out. See, it's coming out. But I, I, that's why I, yeah. I, I always love it because you were hilarious, super funny. Immediately, I, also, when I saw you, you were hilarious. And I was like, you know, I don't hate him because of this because I'm a more advanced individual and uh, I can look at someone's skill and enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. No, you, dude. I, I think there's a that's one thing that's always I've seen with you is like there there's been a respect factor from from my end and 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 I appreciate you saying that because mm. that is I feel like that's something important in comedy too dude I, I was talking to a couple of homies about that like vulnerability mm. is important you know on sure, stage and, sure. and 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 showing a little bit of that not too much where you're you know people are just like oh but like you yeah. you have to you have to show a little bit of that because I think that it humanizes you to people. Cause sometimes you can be uh, like a, just a rope. I'm a stand up comedian and I'm here to tell <laughs> jokes, you know? And it's like, you know, they want to, it's, it's, it's a connection thing to me anyway. It's like, it, I want to connect to my audience and, yes. and it can be difficult when you do the same yeah. joke a thousand times to yeah. maintain that presence that you, you know, really need to have. And right. Uh, right. So, well, so yeah. Well, the, the way I try to maintain that is always go to the feeling you had before you wrote the joke. So if that feeling's intact, the joke's going to be intact. Uh, okay. But you know what I'm saying? Like if you go to yep. the core of what made you write that joke, when yep. you say it, most times, if you lose the, say a joke that used to kill all the time stops killing, I would reckon it's fucking, I would reckon, Jesus Christ. I see one text and I'm like, well, I reckon. Fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it's probably the source of it. You gotta go to the source. Mm -hmm. The source is not. Mm -hmm. You not have support. You're not gonna. Uh, I, I call it the longer. the charge. Whatever the charge sure. was. Sure. Yeah. I still remember that joke that you said. My favorite joke you ever did was the uh, heartbreaker guy doing the <laughs> the guy. Do you still do that joke? Oh, oh we yeah. Jokes. But uh, 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 heartbreaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> heartbreak. Love it. Heartbreak and die. Yeah. yeah. Dude, uh, <laughs> it's just like the working favorite, out mentality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My yeah, favorite yeah. Uh, Cody member. This is probably what I probably the first one I remember. Uh, it's this Creek. I, you know, I was uh, we were, I was doing some set right, and uh, I think uh, who was it, man, that said there was no tech set. I think maybe it was Kevin Iso or somebody like. Okay. Someone was at the Creek that day. Great comic. Sure, great comic. Uh, weirdo, good dude. Great <laughs> yeah, comic. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, yeah. but you, you can't say great comic without also saying weirdo. He's equally yeah. weird as he is a good comic. Yeah. Uh, if he was kind of weird, but a very good comic, we just say great comic, but he's also yeah. very weird. Um, yeah. But he was like, yeah, oh, man, there's this new Texan comic. I'm like, oh, let me meet him, right? And I think, <laughs> I think I saw you walk out of that bathroom and you were so obviously on coke <laughs> it was hilarious i'm out i'm out like, like like a zombie from last of us like fucking, oh, you know naughty dog uh, game and you come yeah. out like clicking and i'm like who the fuck i look at you like, i'm not gonna be that fun i'm i, I remember looking at you like i'm not gonna be that guy's friend I'm, I'm, definitely, I don't, I'm definitely not going to be that guy's friend. I'm definitely not going to do a podcast with him out of love and, and connection and respect uh, in eight years. This uh, piece of shit. <laughs> God. I mean, it was crazy. It was like, Dude. You came out, you're like, what? And then, and then you were up. It was like the craziest funnel because you were, you were like, 
on coke, right? I was like, that guy's fucking on coke. And Kevin's like, yeah. And then I think they called you up immediately. And you uh-huh. go up and you kill it. And I'm like, <laughs> this is like this is like a scene from the 70s comedy <laughs> store right now, dude. Yeah. This guy's up. Yeah. He's like, all right. Uh, keep the keep the drink warm for me. I'll be right back. Goes up, smashes for an hour, comes back, bangs a hooker. You know, downs <laughs> down to glass of clear. You know, does uh, a shot of heroin. Walks his own mom. It's, I mean, hey, it's I crazy. have I have standards or some. Okay, I, I have use standards. a condom. I use okay. a condom. Um, I snorted it. Okay, and, <laughs> and then I think I saw your girlfriend who was hot as balls. The one oh, yeah, the Joanna. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, Joanna. Yeah, Joanna. Joanna. She had a. 95-year-old name, but a 12-year-old's oh. body. Anyway. Oh, the, uh, <laughs> the body of a, of a fresh, <laughs> very, very Epstein-ish it was. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Supple, supple. If, like you body, if you call a girl's body supple, you're a pedophile. Yes, yeah. we agree yeah. on this. It's Agreed. Very, uh, supple. Hey, uh, uh, by the way, Ghislaine Max- Maxwell, rest in peace. I know you haven't died yet, but you're going oh, to. Yeah. It's all over. <laughs> it's over, dude. We're all going to learn to pronounce your name, and that's a bad yeah. thing. Yep, um, yep, yep. No. Ghislaine, Ghislaine, dude. baby. You know, uh, it's, but yeah. that's, that's great, man. No, it's funny because I, I, you, you made me think, like, the creek is probably the number one reason I became addicted to cocaine, <laughs> to be honest <laughs> with you. Bro, because... I mean, this is personal shit, obviously. But okay, so yeah. the one of the very first times I ever did it, because I like yeah. so before I moved to New York, bro, I moved to New York right at the like when I was twenty nine, yeah. and I um I had done it a, a handful of times over my twenties. Sure. Not e- I could count on one hand. Yeah, sure, sure. Over my entire twenties, and so I remember one of the very first times, if not the very first time, maybe um, that I did it in new york at the creek in fact i was there right and and i i go to the bar and you know people will just show yeah. the bar well yeah, used to yeah. uh and uh, <laughs> right. we don't have that anymore now, what happened? Uh, what you, what and happened? so there was this girl right she said the bar she's like that suicide girl you know those chicks that have like tats all over hot though yeah exactly the, the, the creek mascot that like we call them you know yeah exactly and so i was just at the bar and then you know just the organic we start kind of chatting about whatever we're, we're hanging or whatever and then she's like, uh, well, it's, give me one second. I'll be right back. I got to go get some drugs. And I'm, of course, I'm like, we, yeah. you know, like, uh, I was yeah. like, oh, really? What? What are you like? What? And she's like, oh, the kind you smell. And I go, oh, bro, this is a great story. That's got a lot of components to it here. Uh, so <laughs> Brian, the bartender. Yeah. Sure. Remember Brian? I don't love think he's Brian. at the creek anymore. Is he still there? Love Brian though. Uh, I'm not sure, but love the guy. Okay. He's a good dude. I dude, I always he he's very much a contrarian type dude, but that's why I like appreciated it, like hanging out because yeah. you know we would go back and forth about a lot of right, right. ship. He was he became a pretty good friend until right, he hated right. me. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so and it's because of this night, and it was like the first night I ever did it, but I didn't tell him until later. But uh, so the girl, she comes back right, and then there's two other chicks at the bar. One of them is Brian's girlfriend, and the other is this okay. chick that I had met. She's one of those chuckle fucker people that hangs out at the yeah, creek, yeah, sure, right? Sure, sure, And sure. so uh, they've got a lot of those there. And so <laughs> she had previously <laughs> been flirting with me, but I wasn't really that sure. about it. And, of course, I had a girlfriend. So, but, um, sure. so 
at a certain point, this girl gets back, right? And she's like, uh, do you want to go to the bathroom with me? Oh, like, okay. sure. That Creek bathroom you know? has more cum splattered on it oh. than an Epstein Island, dude. <laughs> well, Jesus Christ. This, this, this time around, it was just to do the, the drugs. But yes, sure. I agree. Uh, <laughs> so we go, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is how this happens. Cool, right? So we, <laughs> we go to the bathroom, get a key, uh, right? And I'm like, yeah. You know, then walk her back <laughs> I, out. I'm like, I, I like this drug. <laughs> this is great. I'm it. Yeah, so at a certain point, bro, She's friends with Brian's girlfriend, right? I guess ex-girlfriend now. I don't know. I don't think they're together anymore. But um, and the other chick and the three of them are kind of chatting. And then at a certain point, they're like, hey, let's all go to the back. The three of them and I. And you know how the creek has that back room where like uh, Legion records and shit back there where you kind of it's like a little back room, but it's kind of like you got to be one of the it in with the creek and like a decent comedian to even go back yes, there so this yes, was long yes, before yes. i i'm still not but i yeah. definitely wasn't sure. at that point i should not have been going right. back there right but i was right. following the, the three women right i'm not kidding you sama bro we get back there we go through that door right yeah. before you can i can even know what's up all three of these chicks have their tits out and i'm like what what fuck hello <laughs> like, why i'm like is this is this what happens yes. is this is this what is this bro and they're all doing it off each other. And then, of course, one of them, I respected Brian. And so his girlfriend, and I'm like, I'm just going to turn around. And yeah. Because <laughs> I feel bad. I'm not going to do it, you know. And then, but, uh, like, the one of the what? girls, this is one crazy. of the other girls is like, did some off mine. I'm like, well, if you insist, I guess I will. But it's, it, it's like a platonic tit smoking. Bro, tit it smoking. was, yeah, it was just all, <laughs> you know, you know how coke makes people. I mean, like, women especially can get yeah. real fucking Yes. That's another yes, probably reason why sexually I, I did a lot of crazy shit in New York City that I had never yeah. done. Yeah. New York it, is crazy. I evolved sexually yeah. quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. 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 New York will do it to you. New York, everyone's just down. Because in Texas, even the whole. There's no slut shaming in New York, I realized. Well, yeah. Really yeah. There's no. And it's great. Not, I, I not like uh, Texas. Double, everyone does what the fuck they want. In Texas, even like the slut. And again, slut is an empowering term, in my opinion. Love the sure. word slut. Be a slut, sure. right? Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Asterisk on that. Do it. Um, do it. Emmet. Live it. Um, but text is much slower. It's much slower. Everyone's scared of being called out. Everyone's still like kind of Roman Catholic or some shit. You know, everyone's like, oh, God, you know, under the eyes of God or whatever. I mean, no, Roger, like a fucking bull. But <laughs> it takes a couple fucking weeks. Hear me? Um, but New York, you know, it's just a, a den of sin. You know, it's an absolute den of sin. You know, people come in, people, you say this shit like, and people, you bring stories back to Texas and they're like, but the level of crazy, they don't, they don't even start there. They start at like, wait, y'all fucked on the first date? What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. It's like, dude, I come on a stranger at a rave on a Monday, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> in the bathroom while she was gargling the toilet water. What are you talking about? <laughs> It was, she did a line of coke off my hard dick. It's not a big deal, okay? I had a three-way just, with, a, with a Cambodian chick and a dragon. <laughs> what are you talking about? First date. Yeah, we fucked in the first date. Jesus <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know what the dragon was. It might have been a hermaphrodite dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a dude named Kyle. But, but, I mean. That is the whitest ass name. <laughs> and, they're, and they're like, wait, y'all went out on a Monday night? It's like, bro, you don't even know yet. You I mean, you haven't, you know, like, you know, like when you try and take like, um, 
like philosophy 202, they're like, prerequisite is philosophy 101. You haven't even taken the prerequisites to handle the story yet. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like New York yeah. is just a wild, wild place. And yeah. you age sexually like nine times in one year. It's, if being the, it's like being the president, but for sex. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure, you, sure. Four years of New York is like I mean, 20 years everywhere like of life. Yeah, You're doing sexually. this like Trump, but really it's like <laughs> you're putting your finger into people's asses, you know? Yeah, exactly. No. Or mo- Yeah, exactly. You put one in, you know, you got more than one hand. So. <laughs> A lot of asses, some of the best asses in the world. <laughs> the best asses in the world. Man, really? yeah, no, I, dude, I... I, I totally agree. And I, I miss New York City, man. There's that time of year. I love when titties come back out from their hiding, you know, out of, out of hibernation. That time of year in New York is such a beautiful time when you're like, oh, shit. There's, like, a, there's tents everywhere in New York City. It's just they're everywhere. You yeah, can't go it's, anywhere it's, and not see a tent. You, you, you. You know the spring comes out, and the spring dew comes out, and the spring dew is your cum because you're jacking off <laughs> way more than usual, dude. Uh, you wake up, uh, and there's a little already on the tip. <laughs> <laughs> Morning dew, I call it, glistening <laughs> in the sunlight. Oh, man. I, dude. I think, wow, Walt Whitman had a poem about this. Uh, Morning dew come. <laughs> I love New York, though. I love New York even in the fucking winter. Uh, yeah. I love New York, and I think you were also a lover of New York. Um, oh yeah, New York man. is a supercharger of your life. It can, it can really accentuate uh, the excitement, the problems, the joys. It really is the only city I've ever been to where it has its own fucking heartbeat, and you can feel it. Like, oh my god, like the city's in me. Yep. You know what I'm saying? There's something about it, man. There's something about the buildings, dude. I, I don't know how to say it, but it's like it. There's almost like a, a just an energy that you just you 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 feel yeah. it when you as soon as you see that that skyline when you come into the city you're like oh yeah yeah like you're amped you're ready to go dude it's you know you're fucking intense and you, you yeah. feel like you're in a fucking i know it's all cupcakes and gentrification now but when you're walking in the city you can't help but feel like jay-z a little bit like like fuck man yeah. I'm, I'm jay-z i'm fucking i, I used to I dude, I'm not even kidding. It sounds really corny and stupid, but I used to walk around the city with my headphones in, pretending like I was in a movie, and I would listen to music like I'm in the movie. Dude, 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 dude. everyone has that corny New York moment. That's the real New York moment. The New York moment is not when you get pissed on my homeless guy. The first New York moment is when you like put on like Illmatic, and you're like, I'm uh, Nas. I'm dude. Nas. You Straight know, out the fucking dungeons of rap. <laughs> that's me. That's yeah. me. Oh, Everyone dude. has their grandiose story. I think it's a dangerous thing to like put yourself in a grandiose story. Just you're a human. It's all good. You know, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. Grandiose you, your own. But it's hard not to in New York when you walk in. It's like you, you, you feel like your journey is the main character of a movie. That's how fucking powerful it is. It, it's, it's like in, in getting there in of itself, it's, it's a challenge. So, you know, once you get there, you've already done so much as far as like getting ahead of, so, of the majority already just by being there. That's why people use like New York as a credit sometimes. It's like, that's all the credit yeah. is. It's like from New York. It's like, oh, this guy must be good. He's from New York. It's he like, must, well, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he talks fast, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. But um, uh, yeah, if, if you go to road gigs and fucking, you know, you start doing road gigs after a couple of years in New York and you got the New York on you a little bit, you know, you got that New York style of quick jokes and, uh, attitude and flavor and just skill, really just skill. Yeah. A, a couple would of years you, in would you say that you had that before? Because your style, even though 
your from Texas is very much a kind of New York sort of sure. swag to sure, it. Sure, so, sure. And I, that's one of the things when I said told you that New York Comedy Club story. That's that's what that what I meant by that. Did do you feel like you had that always, or did that develop after you got to New York City? So you, you came in when I was there for like a year or two, I think. Yeah, I think so. I was, you got there 2014, uh, 2013? 2014, 2014, 2014, okay. June, and you got okay, there. Okay, so I got there right right out a year after you. I got there May 2015. Right, yeah. right. So I, I was in. So you were there. Man. You were. Yeah, I wasn't a made guy, but I was in. I was in a little bit. I was in the club for fucking with me. New York Comedy Club was fucking with me. So I was in. So I was at the tip, sucking the dew of the New York comedy cock. Yeah, there you uh, go. There it is. Um, so what happened was, I okay. So the, the energy was there. The, the the dynamics, the push and pull, the ability to stay kind of in the moment, but the realness wasn't there yet because. Most of the comedy, I mean, the, the, the jokes were good. You know, I don't use any of the jokes I had from Texas. I don't think really one or two, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, but it was a lot of misplaced energy, energy without focus, you know, energy okay. without some pain behind it, you know? Because yep. uh, yep. I had some stuff going on in my life back then, but nothing compared to what started to happen. The homelessness, the, the absolute money, uh, wallet, uh, dearth, the fucking just real ass problems of my life yeah. started with, yeah. in New York, you know? I Everyone's remember you were living in like a condemned house at some yeah, at yeah, one yeah. point. A crack house. Or something. Uh, yeah, and you were like, yeah, I, like, I, I don't, like they're, yeah. they're, the water got shut off. I got to go to my buddies and take a shower and <laughs> my, shit. I'm my like, buddies, wow. That's struggle, bro. My buddy's name is Planet Fitness. Yeah, he's going to play Planet Fitness every <laughs> fucking week. And, uh, That's great. And oh, I'd man. walk in. I, would, I wouldn't get bigger. I'd keep walking to Planet Fitness. And they kept giving me looks like, why aren't you getting any muscle? Yeah. Uh, it's because I'm showering. That's why I'm doing it. Dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the only cardio I'm getting is this. Get me this. This is the cardio I'm doing. Um, so New York created that essential thing, that thing, that, that human, that human okay. frailty, I get what you mean. human yeah, yeah, understanding. The vulnerability. You know, this is important. Vulnerability. Yeah. That's what it is. The vulnerability. Yeah. The thing that makes you uh, a person that's likable. Because yep. if you're not... If energy without likability is just enthusiasm, right? And nobody sure. can handle enthusiasm without the vulnerability. That's the yeah. fucking camp counselor Christian. Hey, buddies. Hey. <laughs> Jesus is my uh -huh. thing, whatever. You know, that, but yeah, you, you know, you look like one of those guys. You look like you fucking play guitar <laughs> further. I, trust me when I say, this yeah. is what sucks. You're a good looking Indian dude, bro. Yeah. You're good looking. Oh, fuck yeah. But Hell you yeah. can be a good looking Indian dude and still be not, it's hey. not going to be a hindrance to you. Being a good-looking white dude, I mean, I'm not gonna. I, I, there's plenty of dudes way better looking than I am. I'm not gonna right. say that, but I know I'm. You know, I'm. I'm in the scale. I'm. I'm. I've got it better yeah. than a lot of people. But Definitely. it's like immediately people hate me just <laughs> looking at me. They just hate me because they're like, "Oh, this fucking privileged the, the piece problem, of shit." I mean, the, the problem <laughs> is life like, is tough. The, 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 the problem is they'll be like, "This privileged piece of shit." You just fuck my girlfriend. Fuck. That's the part, <laughs> you know, that's the part they hate. You know, oh man. Um, Bro. But you're, you're right. It is tough for a white guy. You're right. I'm sorry. Um, uh, it, 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 the, <laughs> I, it, the the wheel landed on the white guys. But it's only been like the last five years in stand-up that right, I've right, noticed, right. dude. Really, truly. And I never noticed yeah. until I went to New York, like all yeah. the male privilege stuff. And then, like, um, oh, I don't know if you for remember sure. the cinder block. I don't know if they're still doing that in Brooklyn. It was like a festival oh, yeah. where oh, if you were a straight white guy, you had to pay more to submit. And I'm like, really? Really? Well, yeah, like all the, all, all I mean, I get it if you're preferential yeah. to it, but you're going to make me pay more to submit? Well, Come on. Well, it, it got to a place where it was like, 
very performative, but either way, it's like, I just don't give a fuck either way. I won't, I won't yeah. do a festival. Fuck that. I don't yeah. care. I really don't care. Um, but you're right. Texas, you think, you think, because people in New York are so bubbled up that they think like, um, Texas is where the race war is happening. Dude, Texas is the chillest motherfucking place. Yeah. Everyone keeps the racism in their house, like fucking gentlemen, you know? Yeah. It's all in the country song subliminally. It's good stuff. But then you yeah. walk out and you, you help uh, eight black people with the tractor. Then you go back and yeah. hate on them again. It's very, it's actually a very sustainable racism, I, I, in my opinion. Uh, Texas know, it, racism. Bro, it's, it's funny to me because it's like New Yorkers have this preconception about Texans that they're just ignorant yeah. idiots, yeah. rednecks, <laughs> do, morons, bro. right? Yeah. But here's my dad was stationed in uh, New York in the late like 60s, like I'm talking like 68, yeah. right? And it was like during uh, he has pictures in an old photo album. Yeah. The, the World Trade Center was still being built because he was right. stationed at Governor's Island at the time. Sure. It was still an active military installation. My dad was in the Coast Guard, so they put him on Governor's Island. So it's like right there. You're right by New York City, by right. you know the tip of the sure. financial district or whatever. But he would go out in the city. He met a guy in 1968 in New York City, a New Yorker, that thought we still had gunfights at, like, high noon in Texas. Like, it was still a thing. And I'm like, how fucking ignorant are you that you would think that? Like, it's hilarious. New Yorkers yeah. can be as ignorant or more ignorant than the fucking Texans they're making fun of. It's hilarious. They're, they're, they're called Italians, buddy. All right? And they right. hate black people with a passion. They still hear, you'll still hear the word fucking Moulignan every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? God yeah. fucking damn it. And it's yeah. interesting. It's so funny because uh, Texans, you're right. People, when I first met them, they're like, you're from Texas. Why don't you sound like an idiot? They thought yeah. my. They thought that you like, don't sound like you're from Texas. I'm like, yeah. most people in Texas talk fucking normally. I don't know what the <laughs> yeah, fuck bro. you think we talk. It, it, I mean, yeah, there's it, little pockets. Yeah. They're like, hi, yeah. there. We're from Texas. Well, from Fort Worth. <laughs> that's Fort Worth. these fucking Fort Worth white girls that we like to talk. Yeah. No, but that's like a pocket. Like, but most people talk like you right. and I. Like, we're just fucking right. normal. Like, yeah. like you and I, Chris. Like yeah, you yeah. and I, Cody. Do you like what do you, you like the proper use of <laughs> me and you talk like? <laughs> but most people just talk like thine and I. I think I I could do a grammar joke with you and you would understand <laughs> it, which is I appreciate. Dude, um, but you're uh, you're right in comedy in Texan in Texas Texas there was no real race jokes. I don't remember do anybody doing because that wasn't an issue. We had all races. Everyone yeah. was fucking kind of like easy, chilled vibe. The Texan vibe, yeah. which New Yorkers see, which is so cool if you become a Texan and a New Yorker. I just think it's such a cool mix because yep. you get the chillest fucking state, you know, the most kind of like like chill energy, like Austin, Dallas energy, and then you yep. bring it to that New York flavor. And you come back and you got, you get the swag of a speedy dude, but you got the, the wherewithal to kind of chill out moments too. Like a New yep. Yorker, New Yorker, is always too much. Like, yeah, they're always, they're yeah. always at 10. They're always at 10. I, I think we, we can balance out because Texas, like, at best is, like, the, the quickest you would get is, like, 36th is, like, a 7. But, like, yeah. New York's at 10 all the time. So, yeah, people are, like, it's, yeah, it, I, I don't it's think uh, there's, a, there's a definitely people that uh, I feel like coming out of here, like, I, I think you were well-equipped going to New York based on the right, tools right. that you had in your toolbox because you did stand up here for like two years before you moved? Yeah, one and a half on, on the way to two years. Okay. Yeah, something like that, yeah. So it, I feel like you already had maybe a little bit of a that New York kind of flavor with you going in. Sure, sure, you, sure. You had the grounding of Texas behind you. And so, yeah, you come in and you're like, this guy's – is he from here? Like you, yeah. you, you came – I mean, you had been there for a year when I first met, 
like when we very first met, but right, right. This, it, it didn't, it, you could have told me, no, I'm a native New Yorker. And I would have believed right. you because of how <laughs> you're just, you're quick, you know, you're, you're always, um, and you're very deliberate. You're very, uh, this is one thing that I've had to work on and be mm. consciously aware of in my comedy, bro, is, is always trying to focus on it, not wasting a single word, not, mm. that's something like, so let's talk about America's Got Talent, you were on, like, sure. how, how much did they vet your, your set before you bro. went up on that? Bro, whole deal, man. I mean, what you don't realize is getting to that fucking just audition set, you know, like, it's really not an audition set because you made it past like thousands of performers, you know what I'm saying? And here's the kicker. This is the kind of intense thing I didn't realize, but makes sense to me now that I look back at it. Even if you get all yeses, even if you get all yes from the judge, four yeses standing O, that's not a guarantee that you'll make it on the show. Sure. Um, because they have, I mean, you're a TV show, you're producing it. Well, you're gonna, you, you're gonna just make the number of yeses, the exact number you need for the show. What if someone yeah. dies? What if someone yeah. doesn't make it? So then you're actually- What if you luck. like you somebody and there's not enough room for them? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Boom. So what you got to do is you kind of got to actually, like in terms of very logically pass, you know, twice as many people as you're going to fucking put on the show, which is harrowing. And when you realize yeah. it, you're like, fuck, well, fuck everything then. I know a couple that's of a, friends- That's a New York thing too, that like comics that might listen to this don't realize. You get oh. passed. Like that's, yeah. that's, what, that's what happens in New York, but it's the same concept. Yes, I get same it. Same concept. You get through- Five and the nine like fire rings, you know, and you get there. But when you get there, your your ass is singed, your fucking shoulders gone. It's something you're like dead, basically. You're like, all right, yeah. I got twenty five dollars spots now with the fucking chuckle butts or whatever. So it's it's rough, man. It's a rough existence, yeah. Um, but ATT is same thing. I think it's cold. It's very very cold, and um, that's the one thing I would I would say to everybody that's like you don't realize it's like people be out here killing it on stage, Simon. Howie, Sophia, Heidi, all the judges like, you're amazing, and then not get through. And it's fucking because the story wasn't good enough. Maybe yeah. someone, maybe you've been wrongfully incarcerated for 36 years, and they found a guy who was in there for 37. They're like, we can't have two sad jail stories. Sorry, buddy. Now yeah. you're out of luck. 36 wasn't hard enough? I guess it wasn't. So it's like, the stories have to be unique as well. So it's like, it's, it's tough, bro. What can I say, man? Yeah. Um, do, do you um, remember, did you see the act before you that day? When, on that day when y'all were recording that? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, that episode? Killed it. it was like was it saddest, a comedian as well? No, it was the saddest like um, stage four cancer song or something. It was like, you know, some guitarist like, I have a dead mom or something. It was like, and now me. comedy. <laughs> Dude, that's so exactly weird. right. Jesus yeah. Christ. So but you're already, you're already working yeah. against the grain at that point. You, right. you're, you already are coming in at a deficit in that, in that situation. Boom. Yeah. And also it, it's, you know, you, you gotta remember the crowds. They're not here for stand up. This is not a stand up yeah. crowd. This is a Vegas casino crowd almost, you know, it's a Pasadena, California, very suburban, uh, pretty white, good energy. Not bad. I'm not, you know, they're all ready to go. The show's long as fuck, and they they stayed uh, engaged throughout the entire thing. So really, more power to them, and all love to them. But yeah. the crowd was not your fucking ready to go comedy no. crowd. So and to top it all off, there's an interview portion in the beginning. So you got to do an interview. Fucking Terry Crews, buddy. Oh, hell yeah! Hey, <laughs> kill it, buddy. And he like he like flexes one peck, and I I get thrown under the stage. You know. Fucking huge motherfucker. Um, nicest, guy, nicest guy in the world. Um, yeah, but, under uh, fire right now, too. <laughs> under fire. Poor guy. Under fire, bro. And poor Terry. You know he's like, what's going We're on? We're trying to be a nice guy, too, which is unfortunate. <laughs> you know. Like, people are like, nice shut the fuck is- up, Terry. 
Nice guy just went into a problem. Poor dude. <laughs> He's like, yo, everyone's hey, good. Right? Maybe well, not all can. white people are devils. Maybe. Is that? The- <laughs> everyone's like, maybe you're a Nazi. How yeah. about that? How dare you say he's not a Nazi? Okay, so you fucking pho- piece of shit. Someone's photoshopping his part in White Chick with a swastika on his chat, like pet. I forgot he was know? in that movie. <laughs> oh, shit. That's great. You forgot he was the best part of the movie? Bro, oh, God. Bro. Did he, is that what he was? Like, Terry, 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 do the thing. <laughs> do the thing, bro. Dude, dude, and then Vanessa Carlson was playing. Make him away downtown. Yeah, downtown. Right. That song, bro. Oh, Jesus shit, bro. Um, oh, that's, that's right, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come on, bro. Come on, get in there, bro. Come on. <laughs> come with me. Um, but yeah, so it, it was very harrowing and very intense. And, you know, only eight years of practice would have gotten you there. You know what I'm saying? Or like, I, I was able to do well because the sum of the parts before it. Like, it was just, you know, I have the jokes. I've done this joke a billion fucking times. Lock it in. About, yep. You know. You know I, so, lo- I think clockwork. In the, I go, that's what I tell myself. In those situations, yeah. clockwork. It's clockwork. a ticking clock. I try to do some love stuff, you know, try to find some love with the audience. Like, hey, they're here for me. I'm here for them. Let's fucking make something cool happen. You know, like, it takes away all the pressure, you know. Um, it's, it's just, uh, it, you really got, at some point, you just got to fucking, like, let that, Trust your body. Trust your physical body to take over and, and go for it. And it was, it was, you know, thank God. That's that's one of those situations too, though, where it can get easy to mail it in, and then you don't realize it. So you say, there is still a pre. We, I was mentioning the presence. There is still oh, you almost because sure. it's got to feel almost like kind of an out of body experience. I would imagine. A little bit. I've never yeah, been yeah. on a, a that sort of level stage, but I got to think that you probably felt a little bit of a kind of a surreal sort of uh, feeling to that. Definitely, but definitely, then to, definitely. to ground yourself down, that's where that, that training comes. I'm a, I'm a firm yeah. believer of luck is where preparation meets opportunity, bro. Sure, sure, sure. 100%. That's one of the best phrases of all time, dude. Top five. Yeah. You know. Um, it's like, it's I see really, you and I'm like, that wasn't luck. Usama right. didn't catch a break. No, this is right. Usama every time he goes up on yeah. stage. <laughs> right, right, right. Stay ready so we ain't got to get ready, bitch. You know, that kind yeah. of shit. So, um <laughs> Uh, yeah. Dude, you're, you're smoking like you're in high school and you've never smoked before. Are you okay, bro? I don't smoke, I don't smoke joints that much. This is tobacco. Right, bro. What puff will do? Oh, God. Love the stuff. Love the stuff. Oh, yeah. come on. I'm a druggie. You know. Hilarious. Um, you've always had much yeah. temperance, which I admire as well, by the way. I, I love a good drug. I love a little Coke here and there. You know, I love a little, um, Coke is not my fave. I, I was always. Every, everything in moderation, including yeah. moderation, but you do a good job of that. Oh, you know? bitch. But we, no, I've had some fun. We've had some fun well, nights. Good times. I think good you're, time. aren't you a Molly, you're a Molly guy, aren't you? You're a big yeah, Molly, Molly guy. guy. I'm a Molly guy. Yeah, I used yeah. to do a, I mean, okay. See, I'm not, a, I'm not really a Molly person. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I since have stopped. The come downs are getting a little crazy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Once you hit 28. You know, these come downs aren't as fun as they used to be. That replenishing uh, of the uh, serotonin doesn't, doesn't not, not happen as, as quickly. Yeah. And it's just, you feel a little more exhausted. So now it's like a Halloween thing. We'll do it like yeah, that okay. with the boys. Me and the boys will get together. Yeah. You know, we'll get, get a couple of mollies for the, for the boys. Yeah, um, <laughs> get, get some Molly. <laughs> pop up with some mollies with my boy. Some guy's like, I know Molly. Is she here? <laughs> <laughs> well, she go, go, go. Gosh darn it! She's here from Texas, really? No, (laughs) love Molly, Um, and Mary Jane, also my friend. Oh my goodness, they're they're great friends, aren't they? Well, I'll be. I I, (laughs) one of my my favorite Southern phrases. Well, I'll be. (laughs) Um, What does that even mean, bro? What the fuck does that even mean? Uh, But it's one of those things where, like, 
dude, I mean, stay healthy, bro. It's just, you know, that, that, that's, that's the idea. I remember when I came back to Texas, another, another messy Cody story that I love. Saying. And again, I'm saying these all with love. You do, I, you've done the inner work. You, you fucking you traversed it. These crazy obstacles. So love to you and all power to you. Dude, but, you know, thank you, brother. It's, it's, it's hilarious because um, one time I came back to Texas, came back to Dallas, and this is right after I got seller. And I came back and um, you were kind of in the Dallas scene a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I remember, I I, I, yes, I remember this. I remember this. And again, you know, you're, you're hateable, but you're actually a very lovable dude. Uh, if just, people you know, take the really time good. to really listen to what I'm saying, they would understand it's, it's coming from a, a place. It's coming from the right place, I think. Right. It's just, sometimes it's between, between gays are going to hell. There's like a fun part in the yeah. middle. You know Which they are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As are we all. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, you're, you're just a man of conviction. You're a man who doesn't mince. You don't try to be fake when you're real. That's, that's a, fucking, it's a Texan thing. It's a, it's a fucking human being thing. And it's a thing that a lot of uh, people in New York can't handle, especially the well-to-do types. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the, here's, the, here's the crux of New York comedy versus Texas comedy. Texan comedy is not done by rich people. New York comedy is done by rich people. So it's a bunch of rich kids doing comedy, right? What you're going to get is a little bit of that fucking shitty New York energy too. Texas, Dallas, shit, you might hate you, but they're all poorer than, yeah. you know, than the average uh, trust fund kid who's like found comedy. Anyway, yeah. Dallas hated you. But you well, and, up- and, and not to mention like New York poor is not the same as, as Texas poor. Texas poor is much poorer. <laughs> so even if you're much poor, New York much poor, poor, you've got way yeah. more money than Texas poor. Hundo, yeah. hundo. Uh, so um, here's the thing. Like, we're doing this, we're doing this, some random open, outdoor open mic, right? And I you, I think, were bl- Plano. You were blasted. You were blasted on some drug. I don't know what it was. And um, could have been PCP for all I knew, right? But you were having a great time. It's good vibes. Yeah. I love seeing you. You were catching up, right? And then, <laughs> woo! So, uh, you know, fresh. What, uh, what's that? What's that? Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. Yeah, yeah. My, my, I can my, still hear you. There you yeah, go. my mom's calling me. I'm all. That's again. Hey, mom. That's it. I'm podcasting. That's good tea. That's good tea. I'm podcasting. Hey. Hey! Jesus. Um, oh, shit. Fuck. Okay. She's like screaming at me right now. She's like, get the food. I'll get the food. Um, <laughs> so I'm fresh off seller, right? And like, I, I come back, I think it's Monday after, right? You're giving me love and just uh, congratulations on all that. I'm giving you love. It's all good vibes, right? Then I think I go up. Pretty good set. You know, I, I, did, I did some, you know, some newer stuff, some older stuff. It wasn't like totally all new. I had some, you know, just some, some stuff I tried and threw open mic stuff, blah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Did, did, did all right. And you, <laughs> you go up, right? And you're drunk, right? And you spend half a set, half, my guy, maybe maybe seven quarters, shitting on me in the most loving way, but in the, like, like a drunk best man. He's <laughs> he didn't get to marry the girl that your best friend's marrying. <laughs> <laughs> so you come out, you're like, well, looky here. <laughs> Look at the big chance. New York comic coming yeah. to join us here at Plano. <laughs> Mr. Seller, <laughs> I'm happy Coming to you, visit buddy. your ma? Is that I'm what happy. you're doing? I'm right. really happy for you, buddy. <laughs> really no, you're right. That was because that I was like, a, I was like, of course Osama got Seller. Of course he was always going to get Seller. I knew it was coming. It doesn't make it easier the day I find out it happened. <laughs> no, that's, that is true friend. A true friend will tell you. I hate yeah, you, and I'm so happy I for you. you. And I love you. If, if I, you yeah. acknowledge, oh, I, uh, dude, so I deserve, pain. yeah, 100%. I feel, I feel pain when my friends get stuff, because it's not even a hate on them. It's just like, what about me? 
What about me? What about yeah, me? I exactly. want this. It's not, they're but, not mutually, uh, a lot of people make that mistake. Yeah. They think that yeah. they're, someone else's success and your success are mutually exclusive, and they're not. You, you, yeah. it, their success has no bearing on your success. No bearing. But it's okay to feel shitty when, some, when your friend gets up and goes, yeah, you're happy for him, but you're also like scared of your own future at that point. Like, oh, wow, right. how am I doing? What's it's yeah. totally not on them. You know? Yeah. But I remember that, and it was the funniest thing I've ever fucking seen. It was one, one of the funniest things, the top 20 things I've ever seen. Cause it's about me, Dude. so I'm very connected to it. Yeah. But it was like, also, it's hilarious, bro. You're just bro. like coming in. You want to talk about any of my jokes here? Okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> These are the best stories, bro. Wait, wait, wait. I that, know. That one, I time, know. that one time you killed. That was really. Yeah. Cool. Oh, that was great. Dude. No. Yeah. Uh, that's. Oh fuck. I was probably fucked up. I was drunk. I'm yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, I well, how couldn't I, I be? I'm in fucking Plano. <laughs> Dude, I know. Dude, I. It's a, it was crazy that I found you there. It's a crazy thing that. You were there, and it was like back in my hometown. Well, I knew you were from Dallas. I didn't. I don't think I realized you were from fucking Plano, which is where I was living at the time. That's crazy, dude. Plano. I literally lived like five minutes away from that that spot. So when I saw you, I'm like, oh fuck. Like, oh yeah, my parents (laughs) live in Plano. I'm like, what the fuck? Where where did this New York come from? And then you you hung out with my. You hung out with my brother at some point? I don't know where you found my I did hang out with your brother. I think I sent you a picture of us flicking you, me flicking you off. How the fuck? (laughs) I don't know how I ran into him. I don't know. That was insane, bro. I don't know how that happened. Our circles don't, how do you even know you're my brother? We don't look alike at all, really. It it can't, something happened and, uh, you know, comedy came up in some way. Obviously, I, it comes up a lot with me because I'm doing it and it's all my, like my life revolves around it. So yeah um yeah and then he he just made a mention of, i think of my my brother's a comedian in new york and i'm like oh why are you slimming here what are you, what are you about? Osama. i'm like what <laughs> you know, fucking Osama? i fucking know that piece of shit god what the f- yeah dude i love dude. my bro i love my bro man. your bro is uh, your bro is super cool i like your bro a lot he's uh, he's very different from you very different though like he's, he's uh, older right Older, he's like four years older. Um, okay. Much more chill, much more. You have a bro too, yeah. You have a older bro. I have two, two brothers. I have one older brother. Yeah, and one, one younger. Brother. And one younger. Bro, um, I'm also middle, my guy. Bro, and it me out. I'm was, counting my bullets. I'm loading my clips. I'm writing down names. I'm making a list. I'm checking it twice, and I'm getting up. Okay. Oh, that's my middle child. Love it, uh, middle child, bro. Bro, yeah, I think there's a stand-up element to middle children too, man. Because I, I there's something about it that I feel like there's an attention. You probably experience the same thing like you were always trying to live up to your brother i'm sure, like sure there was always sure. and ever all his successes were put on you as expectations but also failures were put as uh precautionary um bitching for my parents too so like if he fucked up i'd get the brunt so i he, i wouldn't fuck up like him you see yeah. so it goes both yeah. ways um also you know you, as immigrant parents they love their first kid and the first kid is not shitty so then they're like, I'm going to beat the shit out of this next kid. They beat the shit Are out of you this and kid. Y'all, you and him are first-gen American here? Your, your parents immigrated yeah. here? Okay, um, nice. Actually, I'm an, I'm an immigrant, actually. I'm, I was born in Canada. Oh, so you were... You were so, oh, shit. Okay, I didn't know that. Technically, I'm a first-generation immigrant, but really, I'm fucking not, dude. I'm, you know. You're like... But you're in the West. You were always in the West. You, you, I grew you up... You never lived in India. No. Your I, parents I grew, grew up I, there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Bangladesh, but the same shit, bro. Let's not go. Oh, there. Bang- Bangladesh. Right. So there sorry. No, there, it's not the same. But um, I, I yeah, nice, nice, nice. Um, see, guys, huh? Look at this. Come on, respecting culture. It's it's, it's it's disrespectful to say otherwise. Yes, absolutely. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> y'all know the fucking saying. Y'all look brown. Fucking dick, man. 
That's how you know the, the real racists all turn become like ostriches. They're like they start doing that fucking racist <laughs> head bob. Bless your fucking fuck. Your well, fucking fuck. They, they get a lot of work with their necks, you know, because they're always looking around. <laughs> you fucking fuck. Fucking strong. <laughs> always looking for Mexicans, you know. <laughs> fucking over here. Maybe they're over fucking here. There, bro. I grew up in San Antonio. It's not hard to find them there. I will tell you. <laughs> There's a lot of Mexicans in San Antonio. San Antonio really got some Texan pride. Um, Dallas, <laughs> pockets of Dallas, we'll, we'll get some weird Texas, like Texas American uh, pride. You go anywhere east, it's fucking unreal. Like I used to sell camera lenses. I used to flip them in college. You know, so I'd, I'd go on Craigslist and fucking, you know, uh, take a camera lens and flip it back. Yeah. And, uh, I would be taking some weird Texan backdrops, my dude, like some scary shit. So I'd be riding, just driving onto a farm, meet me in the barn. I'd be like, uh, this is I'm gonna die. And it's just a guy. It reminds me of that uh, Segura bit. He's like, trying to get a sack. <laughs> He's like, when I'm paralyzing fear, what I said was, that's what's up. <laughs> Dude, I love it. I love it. That you was me. Like, exactly. You're like, right. you've probably been put in some situations like that as an Indian dude in Texas. I mean, no. we're, let's be honest. Texas isn't completely devoid of those no, types, no, no, no. especially Dude, in Dallas. Uh, well, here's the thing, bro. It's like most racists who are actually bad people and racists, right? They don't, they're usually pretty good. They're pretty chill, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only problem is you don't, people don't realize racism doesn't come out in the form of like Southern, you know, reconstruction racism, you know, where everyone's like, we're outside and we hate the blacks. That's well, not- it's like Bangladesh and India are the same thing. It's that racism. Sure. It's that. It's that, but it, also it, 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 it's, it's, it's 100% that, but it's also like a racism that comes out when you're drunk. You know, or the, the, you know, the kind of we're like when they get drunk and then there's a problem with a certain race, then their inner kind of turmoil precedes it and they start attacking the race. Dude. Only when they feel slighted. So it's kind of like an equilibrium until they feel in some way slighted and then the fucking racism will just like come out. Well, you know, and, was- and you can't experience because you're an Indian guy and I'm white. Yeah. This, this pisses me off. This, the last sure. time I remember a guy being like openly – and it was like hard ER. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, and it was all, it's all, all of us were white. It, it's some yeah. people like, I hate racist white guys that think yeah. because I'm white sure. that I'm, I'm not going to take offense to some shit like that. Because it's like, like, especially New York, all my friends in New York basically are people of color, mostly black people. Uh, all my like really, really close friends, Derek Thompson, fucking Filio. I mean, there's yeah. a group of guys I, I really hung out with the most in New York City. We're all black dudes. So I, I, and, and they were black dudes. They're the most black dudes. Like, these are black Oh, yeah. They're uh, Jimmy Martinez, bro. Jesus. Fuck. God. That guy's a fucking crazy. You think uh, he makes me look very sane? He really does. He makes you look like you have a mortgage on a house. That's probably partially why I got because I used to open for him all the fucking time in New York, bro. And he, I mean, I had some really dope ass experiences. He knows everybody, dude. Like he knows everybody, and yeah. everybody knows him. Dude, he's he's one of the funniest, fucking most insane dudes I ever met. My all love. Talk about real. Talk about real, bro. That hood. That's some hood real shit. Dog. He doesn't min- mince words. He, he's one words. of those guys who's so hood. You know those guys who are so hood, they only talk in aphorisms. You know, I'll walk off stage, he's like, you doing the thing that you do, and I see that. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like what the fuck would you just say? That's, so hood that's hood such fushes. a Jimmy thing to say, dude. But hood fuchsias. That's what he is, bro. I love it. That's so great. Jimmy say. Yo. Jimmy say, Yo, dude. I see you out there going hard in the paint. 
like AI. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. You got to go Man. hard, dog, every time. You, all I'm going to say, you upgrading, Lil G. You upgrading in the G right now. I'm going to tell y'all. The all all the love to him, though, because I, for one, if he listens to this and we're talking shit, he might whoop my ass. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm love Jimmy. Dude, I literally, kind of. literally. No, I love Jimmy. Love- he, 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 that, that was him, though. The first time he saw me, which was a Broadway comedy club uh, appearance, one of those I signed up for it and waited eight months to go up. It was like one of my first audition shows. Yeah. And like uh, he saw me and he immediately after I got off stage came over and like he's like, I'm going to. I'm gonna take you under my wing, dog. Like, I was like, all right. <laughs> the Jimmy aphorism was as fuck. <laughs> I do, yeah, oh, bro. But it's it, you. You know, it's like you respect him because you're like, yeah. he he fucks with everybody. And so I once yeah. I realized, I'm like, oh, this guy's fucking legit. Like he's, right, right. He, I mean, he's a he's a real guy. Um, yeah, no, for sure, man. I. <laughs> yeah, you. One time I, I did a set, and uh, I swear to God, it was like at West Side Comedy Club, right? And he sits down. Like, I see him in the background. He's like sitting like some fucking Don, you know. And I get off the set, right? And he's like, he walks up to me, right? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> that's so true. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that's all he said? That's all he said. <laughs> Oh, it's such a Jimmy thing to do, dude. It's such a Jimmy. Thing. And you know, he's walking away like, yo, I just changed that motherfucker's life, huh? dude. He's, it's like a, I see you. I see you. <laughs> I see you. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah bro. Oh my you god. You in here? You in here? And it's happening. I imagine <laughs> the intimidation factor I felt with him was probably commensurate to like what a lot of those comedians talk about how they felt around Patrice. I, I, and he used to hang out with Patrice a lot. Sure, sure. So. Uh, yeah, he, he definitely gives me that, like, I've got to kind of be, are you, are you in, are you in Plano right now? I'm in Plano right now, dude. Oh, shit. Okay. I didn't realize I'm, I'm, uh, quarantined. So my mom was like bringing me food and that's why she was screaming at me like a second ago. And so I, I have to bring the food. Hey, How long have you food? been in Plano? One second. Hey, Niaslam! Okay. Okay. Here's it. Crazy immigrants. It always sounds. What like language is fucking, that? <laughs> it's all Indian to you, isn't it, motherfucker? It's all what, what fucking. <laughs> what are you what are you talking over there with you? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Y'all speaking Hindu, right? What is that? Is Hindu. that Bengali? Is it Bengali a language? Uh, Bengali, yeah. Bengali. That's what it is. Is that um, what you're speaking? It, well, it's, it, officially, it's called Bangla, but Bengali also works. You know, it's it's it, that's Bengali is the ethnicity most times, but I think in American culture, Bengali can be construed as the language as well it's like uh yeah okay <laughs> you're like you're like whatever you say bro well you I, no i, I <laughs> this is a thing too man is like uh i don't think enough people give each other we don't give each other enough opportunity to like evolve and be become like of course learn the air of our ways like of course if, if, if you put somebody in that box which by the way i think racist the term is getting thrown around so much these days it's, right. it's almost lost all of its meaning all like it doesn't right. carry right. that weight like we should save that for when people really are doing something racist. And then there's sometimes that that gray, like, well, it wasn't maybe technically racist, but it felt right, you know? But it's like, we've got to give people more of a chance to, to, to change, like to, have to you, learn. Have you, this is a great story about this. Have you, you know, counterculture kind of came back um, yep. after Chris D'Elia boofed some kids or whatever. But um, it's like, 
it, it came back in a little bit, a bit of a way. There's a story. I don't know if you know this. Have you heard of this one guy named Brian Yang? You heard of this story? I know Brian Yang, but I don't know if I know the story. Okay. What's the story? I, you know, again, Brian's a friend, but this is the funniest kind of woke culture story I've ever experienced. Okay. So, um, uh, Megan Amram is a writer for Good Place. She's a kind of a high-powered writer, uh, big Twitter following kind of energy, right? Big writer. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. She made she made this one joke. She was like a tweet. There's like the term is not retarded anymore. We we. The term is now Asian American, right? A joke, not amazing, you know. It's a saying, you know. I don't know, whatever. It's a, it's joke, a little right? low hanging, you know. It's a low hanging, you know. Whatever. Uh, unlike an Asian dick, anyway. <laughs> that was the first time I ever did stand up, and they turned my mic off. Literally, the first time I ever did comedy, they shut my mic off. Anyway, go ahead. I did a <laughs> shitty, shitty Asian, small dick Asian. Asian, Asian small dick joke, as hack as possible. I, I guess you could call it high hanging fruit. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> Talk to me. So she made that tweet. Whatever. It's, 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 it's the joke that's bad. Whatever. Who cares? Um, Brian Yang, right? Um, and then, first of all, someone found that before Brian Yang found it. It became viral, as and people were shitting on it, canceling it, cancel that Megan, take her off Good Place, shit on her, ah, end her career, ah, right? All mm-hmm. that. The, the Warriors came out. Yeah. Brian was one of the Warriors, and he was like, "I can't believe you would, you know, that classic posture and condescension." Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and even and then he would preface it with this thing. It was like. Yeah, even though you helped my family out during COVID, comma, I can't believe you'd say something like this. Where's the joke? It's like, so you, this is a friend of yours who helped you out in your time of need with your family, and you're calling her out, right? That already that's kind of shitty, right? Yeah. Then, ooh, ah, a fan of Megan's went through Brian's Twitter, found four, like, really kind of racist jokes. Oh, you know, God. You know, you know, back in 2012 when we were all doing, like, black women jokes and everyone uh, just kind of doing – we were yeah. all crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's yeah. canceled in 2012. None of us had jokes that weren't yeah. canceled. Yeah. So it was some jokes about, like, you know, um, black hair, make sluts and, you know, black – what are the hair for black sluts? Or some, some really, like, you know, questionable, on-the-line yeah. type shit, which is – he's trying to joke. He's trying to do some jokes. That's all it sure. was. But – so she called him out and had like a four grid picture, blew his ass up. Everyone just said, look at you hypocritical ass bitch. And then he was like, guys, I'm sorry. Guys, I need oh, to learn. God. I need to grow. I need to take this moment. And all these fucking fake wokes got to take the moment, don't they? I need yeah. to take this moment to read. And so he started getting blasted. Shane Gillis came at him. You know, all these fucking dudes. Like, Shane Gillis him. came at him? He, he was like, I, you can't be canceled from open mic, so you're good, or something like that. Um, it was this crazy explosion, and everyone got uh-huh. like, and it's like this classic snake eating its own head story, bro. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right, dude. I, like, I, it, when you talk about what I try to do with the authenticity or just the uh, min, not mincing words thing, it's like, there is, uh, that's another thing, too, with, like, the old shit. It's like, the you you can't if something was okay to say at the time you can't take that out of that time and put it in this time and say it's offensive it wasn't right it's the same time when you and yeah. that's another thing people don't give the context of yeah if we went back and looked at lenny bruce on stage he probably said some racist stuff on stage sure. at the time though that was acceptable and nobody like shits on lenny bruce for being a Dude, racist you know who's probably racist fucking uh, newton you know uh, Einstein, you know, these yeah. fucking probably hated a group fucking of Fucking George Europeans. Washington. Was up, George Washington, bro? 
Well, yeah, know, let's cancel people, fucking DC, all, bro. First of all, all your heroes hated black people. That's for sure. Yeah. I don't care if it's fucking Gandhi or motherfucking, you know, <clears> goddamn uh, Tesla. They all hated black people. Yeah. Um, and so, like, there's that. So you can accept that your, your Zoom meeting is being powered by a racist. You know what I'm talking sure. about? Like, yeah, so we, love, yeah, we, yeah. Love, we love to benefit from racists and all that, but then hate on them and try to cancel. It's like, bro, the world's complex. There are good yeah. things people do, and there are bad values people have. Like, bro, yeah. what the fuck? What the? Because yeah. when, when you get on the chopping block, you'd, you'd wish there was some motherfucker to be compassionate towards you. I'm telling you, it's, it's so simple. Oh, bro. It's, it's yeah. not a real issue. This is like, I always hate to talk about this stuff because it's so dumb. It doesn't stimulate my mind. It's so easily solved. Hey, how about some more compassion for someone's growth? It's not an issue. It's not like stem cell research. Like, this is interesting and there's actually divisions to it. This is a dumb, stupid conversation that has, that truly intelligent people shouldn't even be, um, like, dealing with. And it, yeah, opinion. well, and it, it's, it's especially maddening when it's other comedians because they're like, you of all people should, should let somebody yeah. fuck up and let somebody make a fucking mistake. It happens, man. Uh, I, I, are, are you like a proponent of like, if I say it, it's like Kendrick, I, I'm, I, I own what I do. I own that, that yeah. shit. I don't apologize yeah. for it. I think you're I, a pretty unapologetic dude. I don't think you've ever had any like real controversy around you, but like, yeah. you don't seem like the type of guy that if there ever was, you would be like, oh, I'm so sorry. You'd be like, look, I made the joke. I'm yeah. sorry. Maybe it was not sensitive. I'll own it, but I'm not going to like sit here and apologize for some shit. I used, I said that doesn't apply now, you know? It's right. Dumb. I, I feel like uh, everyone should have a canceled um, a thing ready. You know what I'm talking about? Because we're all going to get canceled eventually. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, like, it's like a canceled singularity. Everyone's going to get canceled, right? Yeah. So I think it just has something ready. My, the thing I've thought about, I've thought about it for a lot. I would be like, I'm sorry for your reaction. I'm never going to be sorry for the joke. I, and I'm sorry that you had that reaction. I'm sorry that my joke caused that kind of pain in you. But I'm not saying sorry for the joke. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, Dude, this is, I, my intent was all love. My intent was connective. My intent yeah. was to bring joy. So always, always, yeah. never, I've never done a joke through some hate, ever. Even Trump yeah. come with some love. I like Trump. You know, like, I, I, never, I never, joking about a thing you hate is never funny. It's never funny. Yeah. You got to joke People, about things that amuse you. Absolutely, man. I mean, and like, yeah, and, and if we're wanting to, to really dive into like, what matters in, it, to me and I think to you as well, you know, like I think stand-up could be a vehicle for social progress in a lot of ways. Sure, if, if, sure. if it's yeah. something that you're passionate and you're the conviction factor and, and, and you see things that you want to like right wrongs or uh, call out hypocrites or, you know, just see attacking institutions of, of, of mm -hmm. that people hold near and dear. Like I, that to me is important because it says something about that institution to me when you have it in this place and you grew up religious, I grew yeah, up religious, yeah. obviously different religions, but the same idea of it being, I was <laughs> no, no, actively no. involved in church. <laughs> I was like all about it. Hook, line and yeah. sinker, bro. I was all about it. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. You were, uh, no, no, no. I was going to say like, yeah, Cody's the Muslim and I'm a Protestant and yes, yeah. like evangelical with, actually <laughs> with, your, with your, with your beard and my skin tone, we can make one ISIS. I feel like we you know could, we could with yeah. one little ISIS boy yeah. who's fucking out in the streets, but we'll be a woke ISIS. Yeah. Only blow up racists. <laughs> I only suicide bomb. <laughs> only racists. infidels. Do we attack? A British, Fucking great I don't know. I don't, even I, I don't know. I don't know. Both tastes. <laughs> We're in ISIS. We're fucking ISIS. We're in ISIS. Get We're us some chips, sir. <laughs> I'm gonna blow myself up. That's fucking I, embassy in it. 
that's a speaking of context and, and bad jokes like if you ask somebody for uh if you said yeah uh you want a cigarette you'd be like i hate fags they're like what you hate fags yeah i hate fags you like fags fags are not good you shouldn't have a fag it's, it's not good for you like, it's not cigarette good. motherfucker yeah you can be like you can be like uh hey guys i think rape is the worst thing ever they're like you said rape yeah oh, you're a rapist what is, what the what you know? Joking about rape, that is the trigger. The word rape is the trigger. Yeah. And immediately, that's why you got to have nuance and shit like that. But you can't, it's not like you can't. Dude, great Brian Kim story. We were at uh, Standing Room one night when it was still open. <laughs> a, a, a real Cody Odell's Cody Odell, I call it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let me tell you. And we're sitting there, and there's these two hot chicks at the bars, me, Brian Kim, and somebody else. I don't even remember. They're talking, we're talking about comedy and shit. And of course, one, you know, you can't joke about rape. And then, of course, right. me and Brian are like, yes, you can. And, oh, boy, you know, here we go, yeah. We're having that whole number and, like, going back and forth. And, uh, and then one of the girls, one of the – probably the hottest one, she's like, I was raped when I was four. And Brian, oh, Brian Kim goes, well, were you a hot four-year-old? <laughs> Dude. Oh, my God. I tell that story, and I, to this day, I'm like, I can't believe he fucking said that shit. Dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were out of there pretty fucking quick after that. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so dude, that's the most amazing That's a Brian story. Kim thing, dude. That's like that a Brian most, Kim story. Dude, that, that, that's a gift you gave me right there. That's a gift. Uh, that's an amazing. <laughs> and you witnessed that. You saw that in real I life. I saw it firsthand, dude. Dude. I was like, when he said it, I was like, no, you didn't, dude. Oh, that's, that is a, that's a legendary story, bro. That's <laughs> a legendary, that's a legendary. This that's was insane. way before Epstein, too. This is way before all that was like in the, <laughs> could have been, it's in the, it's in the common, uh, you know, uh, consciousness. We can joke but, about it now. No, this was prior. This was pre-pedophilia joke. That, that is, that is one step below him going like, yeah, I have a video of it happening and I jack off to it every day. Like, literally, <laughs> it's that close. It's that fucking close. Oh, my God, dude. And, of course, I know Brian, and I know he's just a dark asshole piece of shit. Super dark. Yeah, yeah. Super sweet. Super sweet. Of course, they they were so violent. I mean, probably She got raped a second time on that one, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dude, dude. And, listen, her reaction is not – she's not being a bitch. This is very warranted. Yes, okay, oh, reaction. absolutely. Absolutely, Very it was logical. warranted. No one's, yeah. I mean, as funny as that is, yeah. you're also right for saying he's a piece of shit. It's all right. It oh, yeah, right. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was totally a piece of shit. It was, I, it's, it's one of those, like, like listen, I'm kind of like, I kind of admire him in a fucked up way for being like that ballsy. Listen, I can never laugh at the actual laugh. You know us, we're good people. But yeah. the lines crossed. That's what we're laughing at. We're laughing at the lines yeah. crossed here. Exactly. That's, they, they, that's what people don't understand when like comedians laugh at comedians. We're not laughing at the joke so much as we're laughing at the fucking ass, like be, like them being that big of an ass. To yes. Do it. Like we're like, oh god. True, truly funny people know that it's also not just the joke being told, but who's telling it and the context in which they're telling it. That's also hilarious. People who aren't funny, I'm telling you, they don't get that. They don't get the line. They don't understand yeah. that the line is where the core ends. And the funny yeah. begins, and how you play around that line is what's funny. Um, yeah, well, that's what truly, dude, that that harkens to me that, that I'm sure you've seen it. That old Patrice interview with that chick on Fox News, and he's like, "My oh, yeah. agenda is funny. Your agenda is women." He's like, "So, like, I'm gonna speak on the expert of funny, 
funny people should be left to be funny. And I think that uh, that's applicable because it's like, yeah, people that are, especially the woke culture now, it's like, no, stop, take a second. This, yeah. We're the victims of, of a culture of sc- that's been on a screen their whole life. And, and they yeah. don't, they never, like, I, I thought about this the other day about like the last generation and, and you probably are right on the tail end because uh, you were born in what, 89? 91. 91, okay. My little sister is your age. Yeah, All so- right. I feel like we're right. You're right on the tail end of like the last people. We're going to remember the world before the internet. Like yeah. I remember the world before the internet. I remember it wasn't, I remember the first uh, browser. I remember what is a browser, you know, Netscape <laughs> Navigator yes, yes. in seventh grade, dude. I, I, was, I, was, first, I was exposed to it and I'm like, what is this? All I now? would do is, is watch that fucking meteor go across the screen. Dude. Remember that? I was yeah. like, this is the pinnacle. This yeah. meteor. Fucking. Wow fucking atari pitfall and shit dude god damn <laughs> we made it this yeah. is as far as it goes like, little pixels going to go. yeah dude that's the no. end that's but the like end. so all these kids that grew up dude they're they're like the biggest problem with social media is it's made everybody think that their opinion matters and it doesn't but because you have a platform to fucking say it you think that just because you have that it means that it's valid. It doesn't. But now you have this whole generation of kids that have lived on their social media their whole life. They're like, it's almost like that's reality and in, in, in the re- in real life is what's fake to people. Hundo. It's like, Hundo, man. yeah. Yeah. It, so yeah. there's, there's so, they're so conditioned to like, I, my, I'm important. And what I have to say is valid. And it's like, well, is it, I don't know. It may not be like uh, <laughs> right. standups. Right. No, it may not be. Cause in re- we get that feedback in real time. And uh, that's why I think Boom. it's the purest shit because we know right away. That's why it doesn't matter if the one person's like, you're not funny. It's like, dude, all I, I don't care because I, the, the, all I, I've worked as a joke in front of so many people. You, to you, it's yeah. the first time you're hearing it. This is my 900th time saying, I know what's good. I, yeah, I know my, I know the batting average is good. Okay. <laughs> yes, you can't, yes. it's called a batting average. It's not one time, <laughs> you know, this is the first yes. time I've done this shit. Yeah. Ah! Dude, yeah. It's, um, you know? We're we're definitely well, headed down a that I don't think it's getting better. I think it's getting worse, dude. Honestly, well, I I, I think there's a couple of things going in. Right, there's the end of absence. Right, so you're not no one's actually sitting still and thinking about their lives and who they are because the moment those discomfortable thoughts come through, you just put it into the screen and you're good to go. Right, we have a problem with that too. You know, we weren't fully developed by the time the internet came in. We we were an aim. We we had that. We have a there's a problem with that in our generation as well. But we are we have more of a chance because we had yeah. the absence before. So the, everything's moving and there's no time for discomfort. So yeah. all the social media does is has all the, the, the beauty of connection without yeah. any of the discomfort, which is actually a problem because it's like a, it's like a soft serve humanity. It's soft, yeah. it's not real shit. So what you're getting is just the nice feeling parts. Oh, just the connection. Ooh, someone cares about me. But none of the other parts were like, ooh, there's an awkward moment here. Ooh, I don't have anything to say here. Ooh, he felt weird. I had to talk to him about that. It's all sterilized, which is the problem. Yeah. Discomfort is the engine that creates growth. And so if you don't have any discomfort, there's no growth. And, and another big problem with it is that it so quickly becomes an echo chamber for people oh. that, you know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they don't uh, understand like confirmation bias is a thing. And you have, to, um, you have to look at information that challenges the way you think. Because if you don't, oh, I'm only going to be looking at apologist sort of, you know, literature. If you're right. a Christian, you could find a million articles out there to justify that Christianity is right and that you're mm. supposed to believe it. And, right. and I could find a million that would tell you the, uh, the opposite of that. Right. So right. We, we all can just, uh, and, and it, it's a problematic thing, uh, like majorly right. with like election years and shit where people just, 
I know what I think, and this is what it is. Right. You said you right. like Trump. Bro, Trump is brilliant in terms of understanding yeah. what he what he was up against yeah. because uh, the, K, the kayfabe thing with the wrestling, the idea of that, I watched like, no. a YouTube thing the other day about it, and they were talking about that, and I'm like, that's actually very valid. Like, he understood mm. like what the culture yeah, okay. is now. But before I get canceled for saying Trump is not a killer, uh, I like <laughs> him as a stand-up. He's hilarious. He's an entertainer, funny, bro. He always I, has I, been. And I know he'd be a fun hang. Trump is a fun hang, 100%. Is he an asshole? Is he dumb? Sure. Is he stupid? Sure. Does he, is he creating a lot of harm? Yes. Could he be yeah. racist? Maybe. I think he's yeah. too dumb to be racist. I really think he's too dumb to be a racist. I think um, uh, it's just he's just d- literally a dumb person. But uh, yeah. I like him, bro. What can I say? I, I like the way he, he, he kills. He kills. You see him at the rallies. He's like killing it bro oh yeah he's dude he kills it harder than most comedians i know bro dude. <laughs> he's like someone someone tell the democrats everyone's like ah like bro he he's a killer who who doesn't like a funny person they don't really liberals don't get that funny dude. and powerful it, it's interesting it. the, the how that totally the dynamic from like the 1960s to now is it, it's yeah. it's a complete 180 of what liberals are like republicans can take a joke dude they can they can they take really a joke can, they can't, like, I, they you can't. can shit on them, shit on them for supporting Trump, and they'll laugh at it. They'll laugh because at you. They know because they have so much power, and they know yeah, they have exactly. more power than us. Than, exactly. Than that's a, that's so, exactly what it is. Yeah. That's <laughs> no, really what it is. Yeah. But, but like, you, that I'm so fucking sick, though, of the goddamn cognitive dissonance people have with Biden that it's like, yeah. bro, the guy, look at what he does. He, like, touches <laughs> yeah. kids. It's, this isn't Dude. even, like, rumored. You can bro, go on YouTube bro. and watch the video. It's bro. weird. Bro, bro. Um, <laughs> Trump is better than Biden. I might even say that. I mean, oh Jesus! Yeah, uh, Biden. I'm in the first stage of fucking dementia. Dude, like even even his hair has that. I I'm losing my memory look. Bro, you know, the I'm, hair is crazy. Yeah, Jesus. I'm and I'm like 100 serious in saying this. Is it just me? There's been like a cognitive decline <laughs> happening <laughs> real time with him. I I feel like some of these. He's like he's like yeah, you know like. Uh, <laughs> you're like what the fuck dude? you're a presidential candidate why you can't get you can't form yeah, a, formulate yeah, a sentence yeah and, you know, it's like his, his his porridge from last night's like on his chin while he's doing uh, the debate yeah, and just like, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. i passed a crime bill uh, yeah, that's yeah, responsible yeah. for more systemic incarceration of black people than any uh republican ever has and, right, and then yeah, they still yeah. uh, support me because uh you ain't black if you're yeah. on the if you're like, fuck you yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, are you are, are, are you 15 you're kind of cute yeah what yeah, what is this still rolling Oh, dude, not to mention what's-her-face that's like uh, Trump got, remember, the grabber by the pussy tape where uh, uh, Billy Bush got canceled for laughing. (laughs) He got canceled. For laughing. For laughing. (laughs) And Trump just... And Trump, of course, yeah. Bro, but then you fast forward four years, Biden, a woman's like, literally, you know, he grabbed me by the pussy in 92. And people are like, oh, well, he... We, he can, nobody's perfect. Well, well, well how, how grabbable was the pussy? It's like, dude, whatever, bro. I mean, I, 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 the politics is, is dumb. It's, it's just not fun to ever, ever think about it. That, that's um, one of my biggest focuses, dude, is that, like, I think yeah. if you don't know what hills you're going to die on as a stand-up, I think this is important. It's something I've realized is, like, you get what, what you say with the, I do this a thousand times. I know the batting average. Like, I yeah. know this, this hill. I'm willing to die on it. Right, I right. will. You know, like it, you that that takes years to like really develop that sort of like wherewithal in yourself of like I'm no I'm I know the tides right. come in and come out and it's like it, I like consistency. That's why I'll respect people even if I disagree with them if they're 
you know, they're, they stay true to that code or whatever their code is. Obviously, you know, like like religious people, like there's tons of religious people that I respect because I may not agree with what Mm. they believe. I may not believe it either, but, um, but it's like, I respect you because you stick to it. You stay what you say and you don't, you know, you don't let the tides of the popular opinion of the time uh, sway you. And and liberals do that. Like, it's ridiculous, dude. I've noticed it just, it became very apparent this year to me. Right, bro. I got another podcast I gotta do, so I gotta bounce uh, in a in a second. Are you doing mango, bay? A little bit of everything, dude. I just bro. mango stuff today. I gotta, gotta, gotta pack it today. Yeah. Uh, well, just to get some pipes in, then uh, mango bay is your, is your podcast. Um, yeah. Doing yeah. great with that, man. I mean, like y'all are uh, getting working it. Just, y'all are. Just, it's grow. It seems like it's been growing. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's growing. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. You, 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 we're like, we're no, no, no. I was going to say, yeah, go. in uh, AGT, of course, uh, on YouTube, the clips up there. And, like, what you have anything else going on coming up? I know it's fucking COVID and shit. But. Uh, yeah, bro. Uh, just vote for me when you fucking see this. Uh, it's going to be, like, in a month or so, the voting stuff. Uh, okay. For AGT, fucking uh, Mango Bay. Follow us at your Mango Bay. So you're still uh, very much a part of the – like, that's still ongoing. It's still ongoing because COVID okay. fucked up the whole um, schedule. So Taping, it's still yeah. ongoing, still, still in the mix. Um, hit me up on uh, IG at Usama stands up and fucking you know fucking hit me up. Uh, Usama, all love, love change ya. change his handle for a couple months. Yeah. <laughs> a couple months we out here, you know. I'm trying. Yeah, hey man, yeah. he's the, the man, man got us down. You changed, man. man. What, what happened to you? <laughs> well, buddy? brother, I I really appreciate you coming on, man. And uh, it, this has been like the most fun one I've done. So, we always have good uh, bro. We always Bro, had great, it's, great combos, always. There's certain people I'm, I know that uh, it, it's it's just we pick it up every time and it's, yeah. it doesn't ever seem like they're slacking it. So no, no, it, it's been so much fun, man. I appreciate you coming on, brother. Likewise, man. Love you. Yeah. Stay well, man. For sure. Don't get COVID. Cooties. Yeah. I ain't, bro. <laughs> I'll see you, bro. Much love.